Congratulations! You're listening to Congratulations Pine Tree, the base number one arts and culture podcast with me, Kate Rhodes. And me, Maysoon Wazwaz. Okay, Maysoon, ready for a little tidbit of knowledge? Oh, why sure, why not? Back in 1974, Toledo had a hockey team. From 1974 to 1986, they had a hockey team in the International Hockey League. Okay. Guess what the name of the team was? Uh, Toledo Roadsters. The Toledo Gold Diggers. Oh, <laughs> cute. That's pretty good. I'm Can into you that. believe it? Yeah, I believe it. Speaking of hard-hitting competition, I believe it's time for us to announce the winner of our 2021 pumpkin carving. I say pumpkin carving competition. Okay, and let me get a drum roll going. It was so hard to judge, and we did have our famous Bay Area specialist guest judge, Unji Ju, contemporary (laughs) curator at SF MoMA, and she chose the engrossing pumpkin artistry of Ingrid Rojas Contreras. Yay! Congratulations, Ingrid. We're so proud to call you our first annual winner can we say first annual winner oh, we're doing this every year now <laughs> yeah why not dude we can say annual and then never do it again who cares okay yeah let's say annual <laughs> um ingrid thank you so much for enriching our lives with your amazing pumpkin manipulation skills it was so great we are in awe and do we have an address for ingrid yes we will be sending you your clipper card with $30 on it. We hope you will enjoy it taking the ferry across the bay or whichever, however you want to commute around the bay. Take the ferry, though, because that's what we really intended. Take the ferry, because that's what we really wanted to give give as a gift, as a prize. That's (laughs) correct. Okay, Maysoon, Um, a couple whiles ago, I went to the Museum of the African Diaspora, which just recently reopened with their incredible curator, Elena Gross, and we want to say a hearty and heartfelt congratulations to Elena now having that museum open again after being closed for uh, quite a while. They're back open, and they have three solo shows there. They have one by Billy Zangewa. I have to say right out, I think everybody should go to Moad. Yes, you should say that right out. I think everyone should see this work. There were these phenomenal fiber art pieces that were basically paintings made with fabric by Billy Zangewa, who is from South Africa and was there at the press preview. But sure enough, I was too shy and in my head to talk to anybody. Aww. I was losing my shit because I forgot to bring a notebook and pencil. I forgot to charge my phone. I was so fixated on trying to get the cat fur off my blazer, (laughs) which I forgot to do. I'm just on BART trying to get the cat fur off of me. I showed up. I was a complete mess. And I just want to apologize to everyone for my total lack of professionality. (laughs) But also, Sydney Kane also has work up a ton of work sydney kane who also just recently won artadia and rightly so because this work was really good and sam vernon 
who just recently moved away from the Bay Area, was back. Yeah. Because Sam has a bunch of work there on the first floor. And then there is a painting show by Amawako Boafo. And that those paintings were really interesting to me. The huge portraits. But I couldn't figure out how the paint was applied. It looked like the it look when you got close to it, it looked like tubes or like worms or something in some of these forms. So you got to get over there. You got to see it in person. And I wait. I just want to say one more thing about this painter, Amuako Boafo. I hope I'm saying that right. Once again, continuing our tradition of not knowing how to pronounce anything. Um, is an artist from Ghana, and this is his first solo exhibition in the United States. So go there. You're witnessing history in the making. Get out there. Get out there. I just threw my phone. Great. That sounds like a perfect thing to do. Sounds like a great time over there at at Moad. I'm excited that you Everybody go see it immediately. Immediately. I imagine they have a weekend hours again. They're fully re-engaged. Get out there. Get over there faster than is even safe to travel. <laughs> Just don't hit anyone on your way, please. <laughs> okay, Mason, we got an email in. Oh, great. I love an email. That's perfect. We got an email here from Margaret. Okay. Not Margaret Tedesco. This a is different a different Margaret. Margaret. Great. Always happy to we got hear a, from another Margaret. Yep. Yeah. And Margaret says, fun fact, only humans are allergic to poison oak. Deer and other wildlife eat it. Amazing. Does that mean cats too? Cats are domestic life. Are they, would they be, do you think they're immune? Margaret, will you get back to us on that? (laughs) wouldn't take a risk, take that risk. But I know there's those, have you seen those goats out in San Pablo Bay? Oh yeah, I love the goats. They eat poison oak and there's a sign on the fence there saying don't pet the goats they might be covered in poison oak." oh my god that's horrifying to me (laughs) so next time i go to angel island is this what you're suggesting i should bring a herd of goats with me and have them take care of the poison oak can i Um, are the goats are they can they be are they trained to only eat the poison oak and no other plants are they just kind of grazing the whole field the whole they're grazing it all Okay, they so can't maybe tell the difference. I need a more specialized, maybe I need a, like Ooh, a robotic goat. I'm sure that's not true. I'm sure they can tell the difference. I take that back. I just don't know how well you can train them, you know? Oh, yeah. Just unleash the goats and you'll get rid of any foliage. <laughs> Wait, but you'll uh, get what rid I'm of anything is, you put in front of them. But what I'm saying is that in a place like Angel Island, you might not want to have them graze everything. What if you, because there's all sorts of like native plants or whatnot. So maybe you just want them to graze the poison oak. But not other things. Can you train them the to go after thing one? About goat herding. Can you train them to go after one plant in particular? Maybe you just have one. We got to get a goat herder on the show. We need we someone who start really getting knows people about on the animal show. training. I want someone who's like May good soon. With wildlife training. Yes, Kate. This winter is going to be our absolute coming back to the roots of congratulations pine tree where we start interviewing people again okay but also we weren't interviewing people again because you and i aren't even re- recording in person yet like we're still doing we're this not over even the phone. together we're so not even together we took a long break from being in person and but we need to get a g- with anyone we need to we need to get a goat herder on here 
I would love to get a goat herder. You know what? We should ask we our need to friend ask. of the show, Suzanne Husky, if she knows any goat herders. Why does she know a goat herder? Well, because she's just in that field. No pun intended. Of being a little weirdo? <laughs> no, no. She's just, she's in, in like the <laughs> farming. <laughs> Rude. Farming, agriculture, not agriculture, like local, small scale agriculture, farming, eco. Farming is agriculture. I know, but I don't want to think of, when I say agriculture, I think of like huge farms, right? This is not what I'm talking about with her. Anyhow, I just feel like she might know no, someone. May soon. May soon we got one in from Deborah Monk. Ah, oh, yay. Just saying that she wanted to thank us for the shout out. Oh, cool. Sweet. Always. We're so happy to shout out Recology. Love you, Deborah Monk. And there's, uh, you know, friends of the show, Keija Lucas and Dana Hemingway are now artisan residents over there at Recology. I can't wait to see what they get up to. Everyone, keep your eye out for the few days and the coming months when you can go see their work. Yeah, that might be back in person again, because that's not going to be for quite a while. It probably will be in person. I mean, like, where you get to, like... You know, touch butts in that. Touch butts. Where is that rub butts is that together like a public with thing? Else? Is that like something you do in public, or is that more of like you a know behind where closed you can doors like put privacy? Your butt, you can put your butt up against another person's butt with consent and probably with clothing consensually. On. Yeah. Consensually. Okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. There's an <laughs> upcoming exhibition I'm, at the David Ireland House. I love touching Ireland butts House. consensually. Who doesn't? <laughs> There's an exhibition coming up at the David Ireland House. All right. All right. Tell us by more. By New York-based artist duo Zakubalan. Oh. Zakubalan. Zakubalan. Okay. I don't know yeah, this person. you know these guys? No, not at all. Are they local or are they... They've been living over there since the beginning of October and are developing some wonderful video and sound work in response to their time at the David Ireland House. Great. It's going to be October 30th through February 19th. I also wanted to, since we're since we're in this location, or in that location of 500 Cap Street, David Ireland House, um, I wanted to give a quick uh-huh. shout out for, they are now have um, applications open for their 2022 Performing Artist Residency. Um, oh, yes. Which could be really cool in that spot. I mean, I, I'm excited about, about this. Um, it's a 10-week residency. Are we not boycotting them or anything? Um, people, go get the fucking money. Honestly, please. Like, if you're into it, go get it. Whatever. I don't know. I'm not boycotting anyone anymore. I've completely sold out. Yeah, you are. BDS, baby. Well, I'm always BDSing. That's for sure. A BDS, Are yes. you telling me that 500 Capsid is... Oh my god, I don't know. I don't think so. I doubt Please it. Please take that I don't out. Think we can't be spreading a, fucking rumors. I don't think they have a stated no, position. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyhow, so it's a 10-week residency, Kate Focus, that begins January 20th and ends April 1st, 2022. And it sounds like, let's see, there will be a $5,000 honoraria for an individual or collective and up to $9,000 production budget. Wow. So pretty good for 10 weeks. Go get it. Go get that money, people. Um, you know, you can find out about it on their uh, website, 500capstreet.org, under residency. And May please soon. let us know if you if you apply, because I want to know who you are anyhow. I'm looking for performing artists all the time. Wait, why? What? I'm always looking wow. for performing artists. Always curious to know what you're working on. 
Invite hey, me for studio people. visits. I would love to come and talk to you. Wow. Do whatever you want me to well, do with give you. Give us a call. 419-351-6606. You can tweet us at Pine Tree Podcast. Or you can email us. Congratulationspinetree at gmail.com. If you want a studio visit from me soon. If you want to comment on the show. Whatever you got, send us your dreams, hopes, and aspirations. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. May soon, SF MoMA is dead and gone. It's done. It's over. Stop talking about that. Actually. Why are you bringing it's them canceled. up all the time? You're like obsessed well, with Well, because I want to say, I know, <laughs> but I want to say, so let's say goodbye to them. Play the song, actually. I'm playing the What's song. A, we want a goodbye song, but that's kind of like a fuck off goodbye. Yeah, we'll have to, um, I feel like it's going to be some kind of like punk rock situation. Okay, and we're going to say hello to the San Jose Museum of Art. I have now decided that they are taking the throne of number one art museum in the bay area so now when you say i'm going to the museum we'll all know that you're going to the san jose museum of art sfmoma is permanently crossed off Mm -hmm. got it yep if you don't say which museum we'll just assume it's the sjma all right and uh what shows are going on there now kate since this is now your new hub of art seeing art viewing oh but Yes, indeed. Opening on November 5th is going to be Beta Space, an exhibition by Trevor Paglin. Hmm. And that is organized by Catherine Wade, who is an assistant curator there. Um, They are pleased to present the upcoming exhibition Beta Space, Trevor Paglin, featuring Paglin's first sound commission, There Will Come Soft Rains, made this year brand new, hot out of the gate. The artist investigates the triangulation between sound, time, and truth. Holy shit. Wow. What an intersection that is. I love is. that. Sound, time, and truth. A three-way intersection. You don't always hear about that. <laughs> the sound piece will be installed in SJMA's historic clock tower and resounding to the streets of downtown San Jose. Oh, nice. Well, I I have come out against sound art, but what? I guess I'll just have to deal with it. Stop it. Um, the, you don't uh, like the project public sound? Joins like public sound art? I have a very clear stated position <laughs> on sound art. You have a statement on your website? Anti. Oh, yes. So I should harsh. put on my. Damn. I want to add a section on my website to just my various <laughs> positions on things. I think you really should. It could just be called positions, positionality, yes, or whatever. <laughs> positions and then you click on it and you have like a you know a manifesto for every single thing you're like against or for yeah. perfect perfect i, I have it. so many positions i'm sure it's and perfect. sure enough they have a first friday on november 5th from 6 to 9 p.m free admission for everyone oh sweet so get in there on that first Friday. Have a nice night in San Jose. Go, go to La Vic's, La Victoria Taqueria. Get your orange sauce. <clears throat> Ooh, habanero. Have have a, a fantastic time in the true capital of the Bay Area, <laughs> San, San Jose. Jose. Uh, that's great. I love it. I would be really excited to go to San Jose. It's a SJMA with you. Check it that's out. That's right. Yes. Let's go. All right. Let's do it. Um, another, I wanted to also give a quick shout out to, um, the Berkeley Arts Center. 
They're having a group show open Ooh. this weekend, this Saturday, January, uh, sorry, not January. <laughs> They're having a show open this Saturday, October 30th. They're having a slightly long reception, two to five, so probably for social distancing purposes. It is called Suspended Matter, and it's curated by curated <laughs> by someone Kate and I love so much, Patricia Carino Valdez. Um, with so yes. many, so many fantastic artists in the show, including you know friends of the show Jennifer K. Wofford and Julia Goodman, as well as Asma Kazmi and Laura Arminda Kingsley, got to get out there, go support Berkeley Art Center. It's being run by a co-directorship as well, Daniel Nevers and um, Kimberly Arteche. Um, so they're doing some good work. I'm excited for this show. Get in there. That is our pick of the week. Pick of the week. Get out there. Plus, there's redwoods surrounding the building. It's just lovely. Go take a little breather in the redwoods. If you take a little walk around the area, there's some nice staircases and all kinds. I couldn't agree with you more on that one, Maysoon. And I just just across the transom has come a hot piece of announcement. (laughs) A hot piece of announcement. (laughs) That sounds really. That sounds kind of messy to me, but I like it. (laughs) Okay, sure enough. Coming up next year on oh, January thirteenth <laughs> is going to be a new show at the Wattis, an exhibition of work by Josh Fott. Oh, great! A Bay Area favorite. It's going to be a show of work by him called "Look Across the Water into the Darkness, Look for the Fog." Oh God, I love that. Fought's oh. first major institutional exhibition in the Bay Area since 2013. Wow, Jesus it's way too fucking long. Christ, and um, curated by Kim Wynn, mm-hmm. and it consists of a series of handwoven, crocheted, and dyed works that articulate the often ambivalent relationships between material, language, and community. Perfect. I can't wait for this. Put it on your calendar right now. It sounds so good. It's going to be gay. It's going to be yarn. (laughs) It's going to be weird things they did to strings and threads. A festival, a feast for the eye and the mind. That's it. (laughs) I was like, like, keep going. (laughs) Keep going. Should we put some like thunder in there? Like a little bit of like sound. Some sound clapping or something. Yeah, let's do something like really dramatic in that. I feel like it was... I also wanted to give, okay, we, we mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the goats, but uh, I got an email from my friend Suzanne Husky, who is an artist, so this is related. She lives in the Bay Area, so it's still related. And the email title is called Bay Area Beavers. Can you guess what this is going to be about? What? Beavers? beavers? Bay Area Beavers. Are there beavers? There are beavers in the Bay Area, people. My friend Suzanne has discovered them, and she emailed an entire group of us about them. Hold up. Whoa Whoa is right. Wait. Hold hold on. on. Hold Hold your horses. No, May soon, all summer long, I was looking for beavers with my mom. Okay, see? Here we go. This is why. I didn't see a single fucking beaver. We were walking around the Rocky Mountains in the middle of the fucking night, up and down riverbanks, looking for beavers. And you're trying to tell me that I... I fucking could have seen him right yes. here at home. Okay, so I got an email from my friend who is a who loves the outdoors. She's incredible. She's awesome. And she says, Bay Area beavers can be found in Fairfield, California. There's a whole fucking like walking map. It's called the Beaver Walk on Laurel Creek in Fairfield. You can go and see them. She said she her and her um 
uh, her son Storm. They went and saw the, the they saw the beaver dams. They reached the den. They were swimming in the dark. They made what? two slaps. What? So they made some sounds for them. They did yeah, the whole that's fucking a big show. Warning for the yeah, beaver. but it's like they got the whole fucking show. So I just want to say, if you yes. are a Bay Area, um, you know, wild nature beaver, beaver enthusiast. enthusiast, you can yes. respectfully go visit them in Fairfield, California. We will put a link in the. Uh, can I find a link? I'll see if I can find a link. We'll throw it in the underworld, and uh, you know, can't wait. Yeah, we should. And I also, I can't fucking wait. Suzanne has been doing a, a podcast. Um, I'm gonna throw she, up. And she did. She her last podcast is all about beavers. So we'll also put a link into Jesus Christ on the underworld to Suzanne's podcast, okay. which everyone yeah. should be listening to. I know, right? Beavers. I want to go check out the beavers too. Let's get out there. Everyone get out there. I also heard that near Watsonville is where you could always go see a ton of otters floating around on their cute little backs. Otters. I know how to see otters. I'm kissing otters daily. Don't ever get sick of otters. They're always going to be the sweetest, best. Sick of them? I could never. I'm just checking. Just checking in. Especially with my birthday twin, Rosa, the sea otter at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Really? Okay, don't talk about it. I'll cry. Okay, let's not. We're done talking about it now. I hate okay, otters. Good. Don't just good. kidding. No. No, I don't. I don't. I love them. I always will love them. I love them. Remember a few weeks ago, I, some reason, was like, like stuck on this idea that Sesame Street needs to have an artist residency and that you need to be in it. <laughs> I thought you what, were just where? making, I thought you were, I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, because then, wait, why did I even, how did I even get there? Do you remember? I got into some big tangent about Because you thought Kate I sounded like Big Bird. Res- oh, <laughs> and then we started talking about all the big birds of the world. Yes, right? including remember? the Portuguese big bird, Bobush. Bobush. And then I talked to a Portuguese person about Sesame Street or in Portuguese, Rua Sesamo. Oh, and right. um and they said they love yellow popash. Yellow popash, which is our big <laughs> which bird. Which is our right? big bird. And I thought that oh. was an interesting way to decenter American sesame yes. street. <laughs> yes. Cuz I I was thinking of theirs as orange big bird, but that's not right. how they see things. Right. Of course, it's always no, like, sir. you know, when you hear about wars in other countries, it's always like the American War versus like the uh, the Vietnam War or something. Yes, that's you know, right. Like, oh, yeah. Thank you for that. That's absolutely, absolutely right, Maysoon. We have, uh, there's Caponada, who's the Spanish big bird or the big bird from Spain. Uh-huh. And Abelardo, the Mexican big bird. Abelardo, who is like so freaking cute, he's like it's bright kind green of the cutest and pink one, and to red. Be real. I think Abelardo might be one of my favorites. Yeah, we have um, Min- Minkus Minkush from Turkey. Nice. Um, we have Garibaldo from Brazil, who's like kind of scary, terrifying. Like, really tall the Brazilian and, like, one is blue. a terrifying one, and he looks like he has like dark Yellow eyeliner, eyes. like circling his eyes, or yeah. really wild. But I mean, but then there's pictures of him with like little kids, and they're all smiling. So you're like, well, they're obviously not scared of him. So that's interesting. Why do we think that's scary? And then there's also Pino <laughs> from the Netherlands. And Pino oh, is also yeah. very cute. Pino's Probably like a cute baby place. blue with some yeah. yellow eye, yellow feathers around of the, the eyes. the international big birds. 
Yes. I highly recommend you do a quick Google search on the International Big Birds if you haven't already and really get into it. Really enjoy that experience or that Watch a couple journey. episodes, guys. You Watch a couple look episodes. on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Maysoon, why did you bring this up? And next week, I'll tell you if Sesame Street has an artist residency and I'll give you all the fucking details. I'm going to see what bird we're talking about. Did you read Dodie's article on the Judy Chicago? Yeah, it was, so it was really good. on point. Okay, Maysoon, I have to tell you, there's a little book I've been looking at called Birds of Lake Merritt by Alex oh, Harris. Oh, sure is. And I don't know if you know this, but one of the birds out there is the American white pelican, or as you might know by its Latin name, Pelicanus erythrorhynchos. Try that one again. Do it again. (laughs) Pelicanus. Next. I want you to try one more time. Take I'm telling you, that's what it was. Pelicanus. I just, I literally, to me, I couldn't hear any words or any letters. I was any like, words, I don't know what. Isn't... I just Pelican. couldn't hear any. Go ahead. Go ahead. Help me out. Now, I'm going to try to guess how it's spelled while you're reading okay. it. Okay. Pelicanus erythrorhynchos. Airy, A-E-R-Y. Thoror, T-H-O-R, Thororangus, Thoror, 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 But that's, see, I'm not telling you a damn letter of that word. And the length of these birds can be between what? 50 and What? You're really not going to do this with me? Oh, I'm not spelling that word for a million dollars. It's 70,000 letters long. Is A-E-R-Y correct? In the oh first God! Half? It's E R Y T H R O R H Y N C H. Oh Jesus! I stopped at R O. Okay, forget it. Oh, <laughs> I was close. I, I had the first seven letters almost right. <laughs> no, you didn't. Let me tell I you said though. Almost right. These are okay, large, ahead. almost all white birds with a long yellow orange beak and short orange legs. I'm sure you've seen them out there. They're massive. They're the biggest birds you can see out there, in my opinion. At least in wow. terms of girth. I really haven't been to the lake that much. Maybe next time I'll look for them. Oh, yeah, Pelicanus. you gotta come on over. You know, go out to, um, in Golden Gate Park at Stowe Lake. Oh, you uh-huh. can see some incredible birds over there. And you can rent a paddle boat there, so you can really kind of get you in. You can touch them, kiss their little, little island. beaks. You can really get close. But mm-hmm. the American white pelican has black flight feathers visible only when their wings are spread. Their massive wings, oh. nine feet across, propel groups of migrating pelicans far and wide throughout North and Central America, heading north to inland lakes in the spring to breed and south to coastal waters such as Lake Merritt in the winter. Wow. They're very pretty. They're um, probably my favorite bird at Lake Merritt, I have to be honest. Can you tell me about that little bump on their beak? On their long, Yes, long they have beak. a weird bump little... on their beak. It's pretty cool. I wonder what that's about. I don't is that know. Like for, is that like help them when they're flying? It's like a little wing. It's like helps them or with Or like um, a, a, a fin, a dorsal fin. It's like a fin, on their right, beak. where they can kind of like lean into it and it helps them turn. I don't know. I got to be honest. Alex Harris is not mentioning the bump at all, but it is depicted here in this beautiful watercolor. You really should pick up this I feel like it's a very book. distinct feature of this bird. I'm looking at three pictures and in all three pictures, I'm like, wow, that bump on the beak is pretty cool. 
But I'll tell you, it's not uncommon for 10 or 20 of these pelicans to visit in a season. Oh, it's called a bill, by the way, not a beak. Excuse me. And watch out, because there's one in particular over there at Lake Merritt named Hank, who is the famous pelican of Lake Merritt. Oh my god, I have information about the, the horn on the bill. Yes, tell me, please. Are you ready? Okay, in the breeding season, there is a laterally flattened horn on the upper bill, located about one-third the bill's length behind the tip. So just at the just behind the tip of the bill. This is the only one of eight species of pelican to have a bill horn. The horn is shed after the birds have mated and laid their eggs. Holy shit. I am awestruck. You're stunned. Wow. Okay, when's their mating season? Does the book tell you when their mating season is? Have we missed the the, the I think chance it's to see in the, the bill? The I horn? think it's in the spring. Hang on. Okay, I so they probably are bill, they're probably hornless right now. What happens to the horn at the end? It falls off, man. It's like, I'm done. I wouldn't want to grow a horn. It falls off after the breeding season. It's temporary. I would. If it was temporary. You would grow a horn? I'd grow a tail. I'd grow, like, I don't know, really long limbs. I don't know, for temporary? Sure, why not? But then everybody would know that you're trying to fuck. Yeah, but you're not. I mean, hopefully you wouldn't be the only one walking around. That's really awkward. Maybe that is weird. <laughs> Can we have it for other times? Like when you're just like really happy? Oh, that's going to be... I don't want to... Like I don't want anyone to know any of my secret inner world based on what kind Come of on, appendages imagine. and horns and snaggle teeth. I think it would be weird if... I think for mating, that would be weird because you'd get all sorts of weird like attention that you wouldn't want. So let's cut that out. Let's not do that. But maybe for some other... For some other moment, <clears throat> it could be kind of interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I mean maybe I need to see like a cartoon in with this situation, see how how it plays Ooh, out. Ooh, I'm looking really at a photo of it. when they've got the horn, and it is freaky. It's so cool. It's a little freaky though. It is totally freaky. It's like a growth, basically. It's like a big growth that just falls off. Uh, you think they are they like one of the they they fly south? They do the breeding of up north. Well, Maysoon, I'm going to be sharpening my horn from the bridge. <laughs> to the other bridge. To the island in between. This has been Congratulations, Congratulations Pine, Pine Tree. Tree.